0: Ladies and gentlemen, Woo! please welcome Ted Smith, Smith and Steve Mix. Mix. You are now entering the How you doing, Ted? You know, I'm better now. I can hear the intro. Feels good, Steve. Right? We're off and running. Now yeah. the rest of the show is going to suck, but we started off hot. We did. Came in. Firing. What's it, uh, Mitch Hedberg? He had that old joke like... It's like you're like pancakes. You start off like really awesome and then you just progressively get more and more soggy and nasty. Ooh. I can't remember the joke. I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but it was like, you know, basically talking about how like you don't want to be like pancakes because they're awesome at first and then eventually you just get sick of them. Yeah. Man, my mom hit me with a pancake quote today. Oh, really? Yeah. We were talking about something and she goes, well, it's like Dr. Phil says, no matter how thin the pancake is, there's always two sides. I was like. I oh, the Doctor Phil it, Mom, I like that quote. I'm going to use that. <laughs> but you can change that for anything. You can say that about like a cookie. You can say that about a pillow. Yeah, uh, a nickel. But nickels are always the same size. These pancakes. Oh, they said <laughs> they always have two sides. No matter how thin the pancake is, oh. there's always two sides. Yeah. I, mean, All right, I got you. You're yeah. right. No, no, no. Nickel doesn't make any sense. <laughs> but the cookie does. The Cookie does, but I mean, the top of the man, we we're going down a wormhole. The top of the cookie, and the bottom of the cookie, you look completely different, Steve. Still the same thing, you get the same taste. So, the front of you is the same as the back of you, damn straight. Jeez. Have you not looked at my back? I've been shaving it. Speaking of which, I get Matt to come over and shave my back. How often do you shave your back now? Usually, just in the summer, uh, uh-huh. but. I don't know, like, now that it's fully grown back in, even I'm like, Jesus, Ted. Dude, once you shave it once, it's you, tough. you never want to go back to letting it grow hair. Like, no. I've never shaved mine. Then you shaved yours, and it kind of inspired me. And then I started, like, trying to get, like, to the point where I could start wearing a singlet and not a T-shirt when I wrestle. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well, I, if, the, if the moment hits me while I'm there, I'm not going to do it because I have a hairy back. And it's not even like a fully hairy back. No, you're not, like, not like me. Like little patches, but it's like just weird patches of hair. So I'm like, I gotta ask my wife to do it. I can't do it. I've tried, and she was up for it. She, I, I forgot. Like she likes doing that kind of stuff. Although yeah. she's way too aggressive with the razor. She doesn't understand to kind of just guide into it. Are you using a real razor? Uh, the, the electric razor. Okay, as I say, yeah. yeah. Just, I'm just trimming with a, with clippers. Yeah. No. No attachment. And yeah. but but she sometimes was just like kind of just jab it at me, and I'm like, just because. It's not an actual blade like a uh, old old school blade. That doesn't mean that you could just stab me with it. It still can cut me. Yeah, it's like when you're trimming up downstairs. You got to oh. be careful. I've had that Bro, I did that last week. Ooh. I got way too excited. Not in that way, but Yeah, <laughs> I'm holding it and I'm like just kind of like, you know, stretching so I can get that good. Vroom. Yeah. And then it just felt like I was like skidding on something. And I'm like, "Oh man, that didn't feel good." But I didn't think anything was wrong until I started taking a shower and I looked down and there's blood. Mm-hmm. And that not to get too graphic, sorry, ladies, but any guy who's ever tried to nicked it down there, yeah. it it's, it's like bleeds. a forehead, man. It leaks. Yeah. It just does not stop bleeding. Yeah. Well, I had a kind of a quiet fall with the ladies, so I hadn't- uh, Is that the jungle be free? Yeah, maybe I hadn't kept the best upkeep. Didn't hit the landscaping company. <laughs> and, then, and then January, I was like, all right, we need to get back into business. But when, the next morning, I kind of forgot. I went to go use the bathroom, and I was like, whoa, what's going on down here? Who's this? <laughs> I don't remember you like this, right? Like, whoa. Yeah, so once you shave that back once, now it's like, as soon as I start seeing a little stubble, I'm like, babe, can you shave my back again? I, see, that's my problem, is I stopped for the winter, and now I'm like, all right, I got to do it again. Yeah, you got to get Matt to do that for yeah. you. Yeah, <laughs> That's his job. Yeah. Want to come over, uh, watch some college hoops, shave my back? <laughs> Sounds like a great night. Yeah, it's not bad. Well, I mean, I've shaved your head before. You have? Yeah. Top of your head, not yeah, there. yeah, yeah. I got Joe helping me out too. Yeah, Spokane. I remember that. I brought my clippers and Ted's like, "Hey, could you guys buzz me up a little bit?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure." You just line me up real quick, Steve. Yeah, yeah. got you nice and nice and tight. <laughs> well, it's good to see you, Ted, as always. Yeah, man. Uh, just another beautiful day. Oh my gosh, dude, it's it's getting annoying. I know. The look, I love weather. Seattle, but yeah, even I tweeted out last week. People kind of jumped on me. A couple people, I'm just like, hey, "Welcome to Seattle, Ted." Yeah, I'm just like, I get it, but like this is record breaking. Like, and also like it just been a weird start to 2019 for me i'm just like well it's 2020 2020 yeah hey look i stayed up till midnight those fireworks never went off on the needle i'm still in 2019 they need to set the fireworks off to make things right right damn you king five did you watch the did you go to see it or did you watch the the footage on king five no, so my apartment on Capitol Hill, they're oh, okay. building, bu- this was the last year I could actually, like, I, now I can't oh. see the top of the needle. They've already built up above it since January 1st. That's oh, a bummer. So I literally was like, ah, I'm not going to do nothing. And then around 11, I said, screw it, I'm staying up, i watch the fireworks. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, I had a little cooler, had my lawn chair, I'm set up out on my deck, <laughs> and, uh, and the fireworks don't go off. But at this point, there's rumors that they're going to go off at two. Yeah, so, I know, I heard that too. So now I'm pot committed. Now I to start drinking more. I'm gonna wait up till two. N- nothing, nothing. Oh, uh, dude, see, I read DVR King Five's uh, New Year's at the Needle thing because right. every year it's always just. I it, it, I give them credit; they're trying to do a New Year's show, but it's just. You know, I mean, when you got Dick Clark's Rocking Eve and you watch all these, yeah. like the, the Q13, like, you know, the, the, the Fox one and all the other ones, you're just like, that's a whole nother level. I mean, good luck, local television trying to do something. But I do like watching the Space Needle and the fireworks because it's Dude, always been a fun thing. I'm with you. I love it. I yeah. love watching Seafair on, on Cairo or, yeah. or and I forget who does the Fourth uh, of July. Uh, I think it's Cairo. So like I I think it's awesome they do it and it's kind of fun because it's local live TV so mistakes are gonna happen what's it what's his name Saint Clair is gonna say something wacky and then you get the interaction with the crowd and you just sometimes wonder why are these people even there why are they even talking on television they don't even look like they want to be there yeah They're there's always one guy cold. there's always one guy in the background doing the like I'm smoking weed yeah. singer <laughs> check me out he's there every year four twenty. <laughs> But then it's like they do it. They, they never warned us. At least I didn't hear it. The, you know, I obviously fast forwarded through a lot. But I watched like a couple minutes leading up to the fireworks going off. I love that we're in uh, February. When we're talking about the New Year's fireworks. <laughs> so Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> so they just send it to the, 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 the big shot. And I'm like, okay, here we go. Nothing. It, it smoke and fog and Lasers. And then they finally go back to Jim and Kim uh, from King Five's Evening. And they just both are like, You're trying. They're like, Well, that was cool and different. And I'm like, So here's the deal. At like 15 minutes before the show, they just went, There's going to be no show. <laughs> We're just going to be lasers. <laughs> but the lasers are really nothing special without the like, fireworks. Well, and there was so much, like, low clouds and stuff. Like, the lasers just didn't really do with lasers. And look, Steve and I love lasers. I live for lasers. (laughs) By the way, if anyone knows anyone that does, like, custom jackets made that will incorporate LED lights... Hit your boy up, let yeah. me know, because I'm trying to put together a ring jacket. I've made my own, but it's very uh, low budget. It looks good from afar. What do you want, like a Jericho jacket? Kind of. All right. Yeah, yeah. I, I got some ideas. I, I'm kind of disappointed this is for wrestling. I thought you were just thinking ahead. Well, I could use it for other stuff too, Ted. But I want to I make a jacket. I just need someone that's really good at uh, LED lights. And it's not going to charge me $2,000 like I've seen online. I'm not dropping that kind of coin. Dude, I have a friend I can hook you up with. Okay. Because she makes uh, cat ears and stuff that are all LEDs and everything and sells them at festivals. Really? Yeah. I bet she could do that for you. Oh, let's. Yeah. Please. Yeah. Yeah. Because I. I mean, I'll I mean, hit I, her up I, on the book of faces. Okay. Cool. 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 Because I, I mean, I have no problem paying. I just don't want to pay $2,000. I don't want to pay $500. But I mean, I, you know, I kind of want to like keep it reasonable. <laughs> well, I was talking to this place in China. <laughs> Look, I'm on on my, all my light-up jackets are from China. <laughs> right! Because LP, who's a great wrestler from Vancouver, he got a a sick jacket, right? And the company that made it is in China. It's really hard to communicate with someone that doesn't speak English and and someone that doesn't speak Chinese. Yeah! Which is me, and the person that's in China doesn't speak English, it's very clear, because it's just like, Hello! Sorry delay! Then I get nothing. And I'm like, well, well, well okay, I, I get your... When apost- was this going on? This has been going on for like a month, man. There's, yeah, And I'm finally at the point where it's like, I, the last thing I said, I've been waiting a week for a reply, and it's just, how much, how long? Because <laughs> I said, I sent them all my ideas, and they're just like, we can do, and then nothing. I'm like, well, okay, what What are the next steps? Help me out. <laughs> how, help me help do you. Do you need measurements? <laughs> Do you need a time frame? What size? How long? That's how scary. much money. Yeah. See, I wouldn't buy this jacket. No, I don't want I don't want to send the money cuz I'm not getting responses. So, yeah, if your friend is uh someone that's capable of uh, putting together some fun stuff, I definitely want to chat with. Yeah, her. that's her thing. She goes to festivals and sells light-up stuff. Oh, perfect. Well, yeah. I got some money for her. All right. <laughs> we'll make it work. All right, why don't we do some push-ups? Let's get the heart racing, the blood pumping, and the brain functioning. Yes. Ted, are you ready? Uh yeah yeah I'm okay ready. I I I'm excited to play this one just solely because of the beginning the beginning is like you're like it's like we'll just hear it isn't that awesome I feel like we're in a European nightclub like it's like we've walked in uh-huh like, we're probably on something and then <laughs> this hits <laughs> Ted where are we. I don't know where we are, but we should get on the ground and do some push up Yeah! Let's do it, Mega Family. Here we go. One, two, three, four, five. Speaking of wrestling stuff, that, that, that shout out to James Vanderbeek. He just created a dope new design for me for a t-shirt. Oh nice! It's available already at ProWrestlingTees.com slash I'm Steve Miggs. <laughs> <Sure> <laughs> yeah. it's available already. That's that's just some of that James Vanderbeek stroke. Jeremy, you're the best, man. How does that work? He designs them? Like does he get a kickback from them too? Well I pay him for the design, so I commission oh, okay. him to okay. make the design. And then I pop it up on my Pro Wrestling T shop. But he's got an in, so he got it up quicker. Oh, nice. It usually takes me like a day to get it approved by Pro Wrestling Tees. Right. He finished it. I approved it. Maybe ten minutes later, the shirt's now available at ProWrestlingTees.com. But uh, this is a logo. It's actually I was like, he's like, well, what's? I was trying to tell him what I wanted, and I sent them the Knife Party album cover. All right, like with the the, it's like the red one with the flag, and like it just looks crazy. I'm like, I just wanted to be like kind of EDM inspired, but like still rocking and still like kind of badass. So that's the new Steve Miggs logo right there. Oh yeah, you can go to my Dude, Twitter. That's at so Steve wild. Miggs. Sorry, yeah, your Twitter at Steve. I'm yeah. Steve Miggs. Yeah. It's just funny. You're like, <laughs> you got to do shirt all the time now. Oh hell yeah, a marketing machine, man. Uh, you take it out right there. Bless you. Oh, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find. I gotta go buy some of the shirts. I think I only have the old ones, and they're all like double X's. Well, once I'm gonna get some of these printed as well. I think I might hit up our boy uh, Keith to print it. I want to see if he has a like, glow in the dark or really like bright fluorescent blue ink, just like pops out. Yeah, mm-hmm. just be obnoxious. Yeah. Ted, Talks. That's my TED Talk starring B. <laughs> Tiff Smith. Be obnoxious. Be obnoxious. Do you want uh, to do some music. No, okay. I just want to remind people today just, uh, uh, you know, I had to fly back east for mm-hmm. awake and stuff for uh, Coach Morgan Wooten. And look, I'm not gonna lie to you, you know, trying to book flights and everything on a day's notice is a pain in the butt, yes. but whether it's you know. Wake, funeral, weddings, maybe your buddy's just going through a breakup and needs somebody to talk to. Just, you know, for people that matter in your life, just show up, mm-hmm. you know, and you can't always, and that's okay, but if you can, just show up, because it, it, it matters to people. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can't, I can't put a value on, on seeing those people, hugging those people, how much it meant to them. I saw the pictures, and I could tell, like, that's not a time where people are smiling, but you could see people smiling because they were together. Oh, yeah. You know I mean, like your pictures that you put up on Facebook, obviously, you know, no one's like, like dropping deuces like, yo, you know what I mean? But, no, like, but it's the truth, too. Yeah. Like after the wake on Sunday, like, you know, we went to Lido's and stuff and there's, uh, I, you know, there's there's stuff is That an Italian food place. Lido's pizza is this famous okay. pizza place. Right. And the original one was in Adelphi. It just sounds like Lido's. It is. It's square because uh-huh. they don't never cut corners. But that was the thing. After every game, win or lose, Coach Wooten, right? If he was in the area, they went to the original Lidos in Adelphi. So now the original Lidos moved up to College Park. So that was just the thing. So the wake was tough, right? Uh, but as I'm leaving, and I'm going to leave out a bunch of names because these are some of the Dematha higher ups and stuff. Okay. Uh, but I just looked at one guy, and he's like, he was real coach with, co- close with Coach, and he's on like you know that verge between like you're happy to see everybody, but you might be crying, but you're just kind of laughing. And like he walks by me, and I just go. He's, he's another coach. Coach, we want to lead us. Litos. <laughs> so then, everybody, that was like people just walking by going, Letos, Lidos, <laughs> You got to find something to put a smile on your face. Right. So, I mean, yeah. I get there, like Jason Ballou, one of my favorite teachers, kept me in Matha. Like he's there. So then it's just, at that point, it, it was legit fun. Yeah. Like we're just trading stories and this and that. I mean, stories that I forgot that I'm a part of. And then, not crazy. It's that you've lived a life that long. Not to make us feel old, but... Yeah. I mean, also, we've brought maybe a few brain cells. But it's crazy when you hear stories like, I completely forgot I ever even did that. Yeah, and like, I forget, you know, as I was 19 do or 20. A, do you have a favorite story that was brought up? So all right, so the one from DeMatha is, I'm a manager my senior year. So real quick, so we are playing that's the picture I put up on Facebook. With the probably, Zamboni. Right. I'll put that on I am massive. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like a different person. I mean it's gotta be at least 340-ish. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. I mean you're fine wine, baby. Right. Fine wine. You're like J Lo. Right. And Shakira. Right. i am next to time show. Shave back at all. Damn straight. So the two best stories from I'll the I'll watch do- you on the poll. <laughs> Damatha days are number one is we're playing a tournament. So, that picture is a Zamboni in the, is it the Fleet Center? Where do the Blues play? Dude, I have no idea. So, it's that arena in St. Louis, right? We're playing a basketball tournament. So, one of our guys forgets a jersey. I'm one of the managers. I find out about it. Long story short, if you've ever been in these tournaments, like they just bring you back and forth. There's no way to kind of, like, you don't have your own cars and stuff. Right. So, I just go into the tunnel, take another team's bus, just tell the bus driver, like, we got to go. Get back to the hotel. We get back. By the time they've gone through walkthrough, his jersey is hung up in the locker. And I forgot how I had done this. And then, like, so I saw Coach Murphy. And he's, wow. he goes, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know that I told Morgan until, like, a few days later that you basically commandeered a bus <laughs> and gave him some BS, like, no, I'm from DeMatha. Like, we got to go. Right. And the guy was so confused. I was just like, no, we, this is our. It, and it turns out it wasn't our bus. They should have never let me do that. <laughs> And then the other story... Dude, that's amazing. Yeah, is that I'm keeping score for the team, but I this is my senior year, right? So I know hoops, but I don't know every rule, but I'm the guy, so there's an and one, Or like a lane violation or something. Steve, I am arguing something that is not right. The ref gets so confused. It's a three-point game. He blows his whistle, gives us a point, moves it to a four-point game. And to this day, like like, I'm technically the only manager that has an official bucket in a game. (laughs) And I was wrong. You just said it with such conviction. Yes. (laughs) That's why you give us these TED Talks, man. We're willing to go through walls for you, the Ted Smith. (laughs) (laughs) It was unbelievable. (laughs) Dude, it's funny you bring it up. Went to a high school girls basketball game yesterday evening. All right, all right. Didn't know anyone there. I was just there just to root on the No, I'm kidding. Easy, easy. (laughs) Matthew McConaughey. Uh, No, dude, it was really, really cool. My uh, wife's cousin. So it's my uh, cousin. JV, varsity? Varsity. All right. Dude. Nice. It was awesome. That's your cousin now. You guys have been married right, long enough. Right. That's what I mean. Like I always like. I'm like it's my cousin, but I don't. You know, I don't know how people are like. Well, are, how you have cousins? Well, that, that's When fair. you move out here, I call my cousins cousins. But they're my cousins. Yeah, but I yeah, I yeah I don't know about marriage. I call my cousins cousins. That because yeah. I'm, like, I'm not blood related to them. They're not my cousins. See, for me, it's like yeah, I'm married, but I, I view them as my cousins. They're family. I see yeah. them all the time. I love them. Right. Uh, so one of my cousins, then I can say, it, it actually was featured on King Five. Chris Egan did a whole piece about their family, the Barrett family, which is my right. wife's side of the family. You know, that's that's her family. I did not realize how like much royalty they are right now in like high school sports. But uh, the twins, which is just it's, it's Jace and Reagan, are like crushing it in their team at Rogers High School, and there was a whole piece done on them. Nice. Reagan just got recruited by uh, the University of Washington's uh, softball team, uh, so that she's going to be going to play there. They're Good. Yeah, her coach, I guess he's a big deal, was at the game sitting right with us, like All just right. just to support her. Yeah. Which was cool. So she also plays basketball, dude. She's good. Like she's just hitting it in there, like going into the paint. Girls are hitting her, and she's, like, barreling through, getting the layup in. And I'm like, she's a freaking beast. But, like, she's so chill and nice and sweet. As like, you know, just in family stuff. I'm, like, watching her. I'm like, she's, like... You know, not to bring up Kobe because Kobe's gone now, you know, but like she's like the Kobe of that team. Like she was like, I'm leading the charge. Like everyone follow. It was, I was really proud. Like it was cool. She's nailing three pointers. Actually, our whole team was amazing. And you forget, high school hoops are great to watch. I mean, it was like an hour and a half, two hours. You're in and out. Yeah, especially when they run up the score and then they don't do stop time. Yeah. So like the second half of the game flew by because they just crushed this team. Apparently, this team they played was South Kitsap, the Wolves. And the last time they played, and it was the, the Rogers High School Rams. So the Rams almost lost to the the Wolves the last time by like two. They beat them by like two points, but it was a close game. All right. I don't know if like the Wolves decided not to bring their best players, or if like the Rams just had an off night that night, or if they just weren't like the Wolves were having bad luck hitting baskets. They beat them eighty to twenty four last night. Oh damn, dude! It was like twenty to nothing at one point. Eighty to twenty four. I'm not even exaggerating. I took a picture because I'm like, you know what? Ted's probably not going to believe this, but I, I, I legit. Where is it? Right here. Yep, eighty to twenty four. <laughs> it was fun because it's the team you want to win. Well, I'm into it. The concessions has got a pretzel, so I got a soft pretzel yeah, in my so, hand. Yeah. Oh man, I had so much fun. I was just it was a it was that a was horse. the high school soft pretzel. Good, really right. good. Like yeah. had a good warmth to it. Yeah. Nice little crispiness on the outside, but still doughy on the inside. Yeah, I got one on the last time. It was a little too hard. Yeah. We should come out to uh, Rogers High School. And check out some uh, basketball games. I was super pumped, man. It was fun to watch the game with the family. (laughs) Baby Tatum went. That's our second basketball game. I think we're going Thursday night as well for family night. Getting it in. Trying to. All right. Showing some support, you know. Yeah, it's good, and, and it's right, it's exactly what you're saying, or what I was saying in the TED Talk, right? Like, that mm-hmm. matters to people. Oh, yeah, you know you what I mean? See, like, oh. her mom was, like, even her, Reagan, was, like, just smiling that we were both there. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. I, you remember that stuff, playing games and everything when you are a kid, like, like, that's what I'm saying, like, still as an adult, when I see my friend somewhere, I a, when my band plays a show, if I wrestle, it's like, oh, that's awesome, sweet, good to see you. Here's a couple of things I noticed, though, you brought up officiating. Those are unsung heroes. Especially you, in high school sports. That's what I mean. Yeah. Like, they're not doing it for the money. They're hopefully maybe they have aspirations of going further if they're younger, but a lot of these guys are older. They're doing because they love the game. As I was gonna say, mostly it's just because they love the game. They want to be around it, and then they yell that the whole time. I know. It's like they love the game, but everybody and their sister is yelling awful things at these poor refs and, and officials. It's like, dude, that's that's assess where we're at. Yeah, <laughs> it's high school's basketball. Well, everybody, <laughs> you know, everybody's impartial till it comes to their kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean that just—it just is what it is. But I—I I will admit, like I, you know, I always get on those parents. But like uh, last time I saw my nephew playing a game, and he's playing like this was a couple years ago, like rec league, not even like yeah for his school. And at one point, I kind of out loud went, "Do they practice in Balance Place?" And my brother was like, "Will you shut the hell up?" Like, "Yep, sorry." Became that guy. <laughs> you, you can notice though who's parent, who's the parent of what kid. Whenever something good happens or bad happens for them. Because it's like, oh, you're very vocal right now. You're clapping a lot harder. Like, I was trying to clap hard for every girl that scored. Because, yeah. like, I don't want to be that one that's just only cheering for Reagan. Like, yeah, everyone else, go F off. I'm cheering for the superstar. It's also funny, too, is sometimes, like, sometimes the quietest parents have the best kids. Yeah. With the super athletes. I mean, they don't have to say a ton. They just sit back, you know? It is funny, too. I just watched the whole thing with uh, an interview with Howie Long. Before the Super Bowl. And they were asking him, you know, because his, uh, his kids have played in the Super Bowls. And he was like, you know, honestly, he goes, I got more nervous watching my son playing the Super Bowl for the Eagles than he ever did playing. How crazy is that? Yeah, because at a certain point when you're playing, you can control it. Well, they've been like some of those parents where they're, they're, both of their kids are playing against each other. Whether it be regular season or playoffs or even like, I think there was a Super Bowl recently where it was like the parents. Well, it was like, yeah, and... I think there was one where like two kids were like up against each other. I don't can't remember. The Watt brothers, there's three of them in the yeah. NFL. Yeah. Right? There, there's a couple brothers. Like, that, that's got to be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> well, it anyway, was a blast, dude. I thought of you because I was like watching that. And then the other thing I noticed, I'm like, what do you think? Uh, do you think there's any numbers? Because, like, in hockey, 99 is untouchable. You, you know what I mean? You better be really good if you're going to rock number 99 or number 66. It's just like, you just don't wear those numbers. Do you think in basketball, twenty three is an untouchable number? No. Okay. I think basketball is just different. Yeah. And it's just there's just generally the best kid on the team will wear twenty three his whole way up. Mm-hmm. Now, is 23 is not retired? Is it retired in the NBA? Not everywhere. No. Yeah. No. So, I, I mean, mean, because like LeBron wears twenty three. Yeah, I mean. was gonna say. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just generally how basketball goes. Okay. I I, I didn't know if I, I, that's why I wanted to ask someone that. So, like, if you're playing high me. school, you wouldn't wear ninety nine if you're playing hockey. Oh, you would get chirped so hard. Oh, really? Yeah. You better be like better than Wayne Gretzky if you think you could pull off being number ninety nine. Maybe if you're like a little kid, sure. But the minute you're like old enough to know better, you don't wear number ninety nine. That's, that's like so funny. that's like no, don't do that. That's like a cardinal sense. Sixty six is like pushing it. All right. But because of Lemieux, in, yeah, but ninety nine is like the most untouchable number. Like you, it's like you see someone doing that, you're like, oh, that guy's just a douche, rocking number ninety nine. We had a yeah, kid on I'm our trying road. to think, and there's football. There's too many. Like I don't know if there's one number nobody would wear in football either. We had a guy on our when we first started the donkeys. I think one in number ninety nine, and we all said no. Really, we didn't even want to be associated with someone that would wear number ninety nine on our team. Like, no, go after yourself. And then he went up going with like I think eighty seven, which is Crosby's number. So we just called him Crosby the whole time and he got annoyed by that. You're wearing eighty seven because Sid wears it. Like, what do you expect? No one else wears that number. It's almost like that's now like when you're like that on that level, it's like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like in soccer, number ten is generally the best player on the team. Uh Uh-huh. So like like, I, I don't know if anybody wears 10 in public. Like, like I would dare, I would not dare put it. I can pick any number I want. Oh, that's funny. I wouldn't put a number 10 on my jersey. I would though. have not known any Sounders wear 10? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, 10 generally is, like, the best player on your team. Okay, is that that Jordan kid, Morris? Jordan doesn't wear 10. No, I think, uh, was Alonzo wearing 10? Oh, okay. Or, yeah, it's like, so somebody always wears, it. like, Messi's always a 10. You know what I mean? You'll you'll notice it more. Oh, now I'm going to pay attention to yeah. that. And then I got the new jerseys, too. Yeah. Yeah, they look little, pretty cool. I like the three stripes. I noticed how all the teams are doing that. Yeah. I think it looks cool. It does, man. Yeah, you know, I go back and forth with the kits. It's just every year there's a new one. Oh, it's a cash grab. Yeah. It's insane, though. <laughs> it's like it's it's slightly different every time, but it's like, okay, thanks. Yeah. Why don't we take a quick break? All when right. We come all right. back. Uh, uh, speaking of basketball, I've got some great audio of a basketball player basically getting dimed out for being stoned during an interview. Oh, no kidding. It's awesome. All it's right. It's so damn funny when the Mega Cast returns. and Steve need a second to drink a cause light. They think that is how to avoid the coronavirus. Yeah. They are that dumb. The Megacast will be back. The big hit from Sunday's game was the Hyundai Smart Pack commercial where the vehicle parks and unparks itself. Smart Pack. Smart Pack. But for the many people who can't afford robo cars, Detroit introduces the next big thing. It's called Stupid Park. Let me drop her into a reverse and see if I can wedge in this spot. Oh, I got a text. <laughs> oh, crap. It's simple. Just keep texting or checking social media on your phone while you park your car. Pretty soon. I'll give her another try while I tweet this pic of my dog. Finally. Thanks, Stupid Park. The all-new Stupid Park, coming soon. Or probably already happening to you in a Walmart parking lot. Bellingham, Washington. Tucked up north in the Pacific Northwest, known for Death Cab for Cutie, and, uh, uh, uh I could it's known for something else. Uh, oh, crap, what, what's, what's that one actress's name? She was in that boxing movie. Dude, boy's guy, just tell them I'm going to be in Bellingham. Why the f*** are you going there? 5 CC, I'm wrestling in a five-sided ring. Five sides? That sounds stupid. Just shut the hell up already and sell the fact that I'm going to be there. Act excited. Oh, sorry. <clears throat> Finally, a real celebrity comes to Bellingham, Washington, Seattle's biggest star. Your hashtag verified champ, Steve Miggs, will be at 5CC on Saturday, February 8th. Hillary Swank, that's who I was thinking of. Whew, man, that was going to bug me. I can't believe these two get paid to do this. Oh, wait. They do it for free. They still suck. The Megacast is back. You know, I have you, Alice. What in the hell? She hates us. She does. Clowning on us about the coronavirus. Yeah, she's got jokes, huh? Full of them. Those robot jokes. <laughs> robot jokes. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be in Bellingham uh, this uh, Saturday. Come out. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm uh, part of the first match, which is going to be a fatal five-way. Where's it at? Uh, it's at the like the the the, v, the, the Eagles Hall All in right. uh Bellingham. What time's that? I don't know. Uh, oh. I mean, let's, <laughs> let's see. It is I believe it starts at like 7. Yeah, bells at 7, doors open at 6:30. Uh, and it's at the uh, Fraternal Order of Eagles number thirty-one, which is on Forest Street or Forest Street, whatever, however, whatever accent you have, uh, in uh, Bellingham. Just go to 5ccwrestling.com to get more information. But it's going to be a lot of fun. Zicky Dice, if you're a fan of like NWA wrestling, which is blowing up right now in the world of wrestling, all right. He's like this outlet, His character's called Outlandish Zicky Dice, and he's like this stuck in the '80s, bleach blonde hair. Just kind of like over the top, like sleazy dude. He's like, he's a great character. He's killing it on NWA, and he's going to be there as well. So I'm I'm pumped to finally meet him because we talk all the time on uh on like on online. Like, Are you, you just know. driving up and driving back? Yeah, man, that's a haul. That's what you got to do, man. You put in the drives. You got to show up. Have boots will travel. That's what they say in the world of wrestling. Yeah, my bad. Yeah, I don't want to be one of those uh, forty milers. It's so funny in anything that you love, music. I notice it, hockey. Ah. Everybody wants a clown on somebody that also loves doing it as well. Like in hockey, if you have a wheeled bag, you get made fun of. You know, yep. if you have wheels, that means if your bag has wheels, that means you don't. Like that's like always like kind of like a thing. Music, you got plenty of things that people will trip you about. Like if you don't have a certain type of a guitar or whatever, or you just look like a dude. It's the same thing in everything, probably in, in soccer as well. I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah, and so in wrestling, one of the things that some wrestlers like to judge because everyone wants to judge each other. It's so stupid, right? So, some, some wrestlers want to judge and feel superior to you if you don't travel more than 40 miles to wrestle. All right, I see They what you're view saying. you as like kind of like a, yeah, yeah you know, you're not really taking it serious. Yeah. Well, see, so I was smart. I made sure I lived 40 miles from Seattle. So, I'm always you're putting always- in over 40 miles. That's what I'm just saying, man. People all up to Bellingham. Bellingham's fun. Right. But that, that's a good drive. Well, we'll probably put together, if not, I might drive myself, or we might put together a few of us that are, are wrestling. And that's actually a lot of the fun. Like, when we go to Richland, which is like a three-hour drive, or Portland, Yeah, the car ride's really the most fun part of it all, because you're really only wrestling for 10 minutes. So it's not like you're really making that drive for just that. It's the experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I love Bellingham. Me too. It's a fun town. Like I want to try and get down there a little early just to kind of enjoy Bellingham. Yeah, and, I you know, like the uh, the Archer Inn. I don't even it's know. It's a that basement bar. Well, I remember I used to go there all the time to play with Deathcare for Cutie. Way, way, oh way, yeah, way back in the day, and we would play all the bars on that strip. Like that, you know, it's like any small town. They got a strip of bars, and that's where we would the always Fair Fairhaven. Go. That's like the, the one I remember like going to. Fair Fairhaven. dude. What? I was the there 3B. with you, wasn't I? Probably years ago with somebody else we used to know. Yeah, yeah. right. I'm like, wait a minute. We've partied in Bellingham. We have. <laughs> We, here we go remembering stories we forget. Jesus. So Ted, he's uh, just funny. I'm like, yo, I remember partying in the Fairhaven once. I'm like, wait a minute, I was dancing. Steve was next to me. Like, who did we see? What was that band called? Space Band or somebody will remember. Was it a local band? Yeah, Space. Some they've been around forever. They have a bunch of people on stage. I think because we went up for a ski to see, and then we went over there. I can't remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, we were partying hard back then. Yeah, yeah. Well, we still do, Ted. When yeah. we get together, yeah. Let me get a light beer. Let well, me have one of them coronas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thing on Saturday, I was like, All right, it's like six thirty seven. I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good happens after nine PM, boys. Jeez. So uh, TNT's got a show called uh was it like uh, la, 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 that Tuesday nights inside the NBA. Oh, yeah, of course. By what, Adam Lefko? All right. I always think of Inside the NBA as being like Shaq and Charles and. Yeah, Shaq's on it as well. Yeah. So they were interviewing. I thought usually it's uh, Ernie. It Ernie was... Johnson. Okay, well, on this Tuesday, it was like uh, Candace Parker, Dwayne Wade, Adam Lefko, and Shaquille O'Neal. Okay, yeah, because they do it like all the time. So I think after NBA, so some nights are different staff. Okay. So they were interviewing Aaron Gordon, who's going to be in the NBA uh, All Star competition for the Slam Dunk contest. Okay. You got to do yourself a favor and go online and just find the video cuz it's more visual. He looks stoned out of his mind. Now, is this post game? Did he play or is he just are they just interviewing him? They're just interviewing him. He's like at okay. home. All right. So he's like via satellite. So you got the the panel of the people for Inside NBA and then a split screen with uh, with Aaron like maybe in his house or in a studio just talking to them. All right. And he looks so stoned. Eyes are glassy, red. He's just kind of zoning in and out. He just when he talks, he kind of has like a stone vibe, but it's more visual. But Shaq, as his eight minute, and if you just fast forward, if you see the, interview, it's like eight minute song. Fast forward towards the end, right? Shaq is starting to pick up on this guy is baked, and he decides to do some not so subtle, like digs. Yeah. So like he's trolling him. He keeps saying the word high like repeatedly. And then even uh, Adam Malefko he picks up on it and tells Gordon to, quote, smoke the competition. And so we have the audio. Oh, I was like, tell me you have this audio already. Uh, dude, you, I don't even, I, we would be wasted if we played a drinking game for every time that Shaq uses. And I didn't edit this. All right. This is just one little clip where Shaq finds a way to use the word high or higher more times than I think it was even possible. It's incredible. He deserves a Pulitzer Prize for this. <laughs> I hold these guys to a higher perfection. Yeah. Okay. And, but but look, you know what I like about that dunk contest? Him and Zach, they was getting so high. When they was up there dunking, man, they were so high. I was like, damn, these boys are high. Man, they, <laughs> before, <laughs> these boys are getting high yeah, as that hell. When they break D-Wade, cloud nine the way they was wow. up there dunking that yeah. day. In the clouds, baby. Bro, I, don't like, know, I don't know about all that, shit, I don't know about all that. Shit, they they paid me for four dunks, dog. They paid me for four dunks. They got two extra ones out of me, man. So I don't know, man. So I, I got to talk to about getting that extra two reimbursement. <laughs> you good, baby. Yeah, man. Just go smoke the competition, man. We got you. Good luck, Aaron. Good luck Appreciate in the dunk that, contest, Aaron. brother. How's the main host jumping in on this? Dang. Right. Awesome. And then you hear like Shaq's like, you good, right? he's I feel like, like He's like, you should stop talking. <laughs> or, he, or he's just, I think he's just being like, we know you're high, don't sweat it. Well, I'll see until the NBA drug tests this kid. What's that? I mean, I would imagine the NBA is going to drug test him after seeing this interview. The NBA doesn't. They don't drug test. Not for weed. They oh. literally, their last negotiation, their players union that. held out and was like, you're not, you're not testing our guys for weed. No effing way. I swear to God. No wonder why he doesn't care. Oh, no, no, no. It's like an open secret in the NBA. Like, a lot of people get blazed all the time. Well, yeah, I remember hearing stories back in the day like, Scottie Pippen was stoned all the time. And, like, anybody and everybody was basically smoking pot. Rod Strickland was famous for it. Like, I did not know Who though, was that... the guy? Who was it that got popped? Was it Strickland years ago for the Trailblazers? They're like leaving the arena or something. Oh, my God. And gosh. They, they're like, it smells like weed. And they're like, nah, we smoked it all. I had no idea. No wonder why, like, he just doesn't probably give an F. No, the, the NBA, you don't have to. Wow. Yeah. It's not like Percy Harvin in the NFL where it was like you had to keep stuff secret. Like yeah. The NBA is blatant. Like they don't care. Good for them. Yeah. Well, plus, I mean, I'm with Rogan. I think jiu-jitsu is maybe the one sport you could say marijuana's performance enhancing is it helps you relax. But okay. outside of that, like, I don't know. I you ever try to play hoops when you're stoned? No, I haven't. Maybe I should. Maybe it'll make me better. I have done it on Molly, and I seem to be hitting them pretty well. If you remember <laughs> that time we went to Oregon. I Man, I tried to play hoops once, stoned, and it was just every time somebody passed the ball, it was just like I was staring at the rotation of it, yeah, and then it would hit my hands. It seemed shocking. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't even imagine trying to play that. Like, but I have plenty of friends. That's the way they play. Yeah, I mean, remember back in the day, it was like, uh, the, there was that... Uh, uh, Ross Bagliotti, the, the snowboarder from Canada that got busted for getting stoned. Oh, yeah. In the and Olympics. It like, it's like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. Like I like smoking weed, but I, I generally don't smoke. One of the last times I went snowboarding, I got real blazed beforehand. Uh-huh. And then somebody came by and was like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm really high. I'm just kind of sitting here. Like I, <laughs> like, I know I can get down this hill. I'm just not feeling it right now. Ted I hate to do this can I put this on pause for a half a second yeah I've been drinking a lot of water and I'm about about to pee my pants get it alright I'll hit pause we'll be right back do we have time or you gotta go well it's uh, 12-13 yeah we got like about four. you know what maybe we should just end it yeah All right, we're gonna get out of here I gotta pee follow us at the megacast (laughs) at the megacast on twitter I'm doing the pee dance oh you're such a dick alright we're gone (laughs) goodbye screw you Ted see you man